0: Well, I wanted to exhort you for a few minutes about Thanksgiving this morning, and uh, that's what we're doing as a church, but uh, also it's something that is to be a, an integral part and a continuous part of our lives as believers, and I know every, you know most everybody knows it's a good thing to be thankful, but it's more of a traditional concept, and it needs to be reality to us. Uh, I want you to look with me at some scriptures. if you didn't bring a Bible with you, would you hold up your hand? And our ushers have extra Bibles. We'd we'll be glad to, to let you use one. I want you to turn with me to First Thessalonians 5 and Hebrews 13. First Thessalonians 5 and Hebrews 13. Everybody awake. Everybody happy? Good. First Thessalonians five and Hebrews thirteen. First Thessalonians five, he uh, says in verse sixteen, rejoice. In the good times. No. Huh? No. Rejoice when you feel good. When you, huh? when you feel good when things are going good. Huh? Rejoice when? Evermore. Evermore. And you know in Philippians he said a similar thing. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. Rejo- Can you do that? Hmm? How many folks do? (laughs) Come on, let's think about it now. I'm talking about a believer, a Christian that you know. Every time you see them, they are rejoicing. (laughs) Every time you see them, (laughs) they rejoice evermore. (laughs) They are always rejoicing. Can you do that? Should we do it? Let me go over this again real slow now. (laughs) See, it's easy to read these verses sitting up in church and go, yeah, amen. Yeah. And just absolutely not do it. (laughs) And slide back into your lifestyle of, you know, up one day, down the next, depending on what's going on and depending on how you feel and, And We don't want to be carnal Christians, flesh and feeling ruled Christians. We want to be spiritual men and women. Well, spiritual men and women don't act like they feel. I said spiritual men and women, those who are growing up, To be more like the master Jesus. People who are becoming more godly. They don't act like they feel. They act like the Bible tells them to act. No matter how they feel. Can you rejoice when you feel like crying? It's possible. I said it's possible. Is it possible to obey the Bible and rejoice Evermore. Yes. Got maybe a third of the crowd with me. <laughs> Let's think about it. Just, just, But without examining it further, how many would say the Bible, the Bible is true? The Bible is true. The Bible is true. And I can do what the Bible says I can do. Is that right? Yes. Say it out loud. The Bible is true. The Bible is true. Bible is true. And, I and I can do what it says I can do. He wouldn't have told us to rejoice evermore if it was not possible on all occasions, would he? He would have known whether we could have done it or not. And, and you know, some of your modern translations, some of these verses, not this one necessarily, but some of them it will say, try to do this or do your best. That is wrong. Right. These are not translations. These are paraphrases. These are people's opinions. The Bible never told you to try to do anything. (laughs) Never. For the Lord to tell you to try to do something would imply that you might not be able to do it and would imply that he didn't know whether you could do it or not. So give it your best shot. No. How many know He knows the end from the beginning? He knows you inside and out. He knows what you can do and what you can't do. And if He said, do it, He already knew that you could do it. And your feelings and the enemy and other people may tell you, a hundred voices may tell you, you can't do it. But if He said, do it, what do you know? You can do it. Well, He said, rejoice. All the time. Come on, let's put a smile on your face. eh? Let's go ahead and start right now. Somebody says, yeah, but but you're a preacher you don't know. You don't know what my life is like. Hey, tell him. I didn't write this. (laughs) Tell him that. See how far you get. Lord, I know you said rejoice evermore, but now I know you understand my situation is just, you know, doesn't allow this. (laughs) He knew what your situation was going to be. And that's one of the reasons He told you. (laughs) Rejoice! But see, the thing is, so many people, bless their hearts, they think uh, I am how I feel. See, we live in a whole generation That are, uh, what's the word for it? They are adamant and demanding about, I am what I feel. And my desires define me. If I desire something, that's what I am. And I can't help it. And I can't change. If I feel a certain way, that's the way I am. That's what it is. Well, that's wrong. Our feelings don't define us unless we allow them to. Our desires don't define us unless we allow them to. How many understand a married man, a married woman get their eyes on somebody else's husband or wife and thoughts and uh, desires come? Do you just say, I desire them so I'm an adulterer. That's what I am because I desire them. Boy, it got quiet. (laughs) No, you resist it. You're in the office and there's a pile of of the office's money there. And you look at it and go, I could use that money. I'd like that money. I desire that money. So I'm a thief. I want the money. I must be a thief. I might as well just, you know, don't... I I might as well come out of the closet and acknowledge that I'm a thief because i that's what I desire and that's what I want and it's strong. No, your desires don't define you. Your feelings don't tell you who and what you are unless you allow them to. If you're a believer... You let this tell you what you are. And there'll be many times it's contrary to how you feel, but if you'll obey it and do it, your feelings will change. Oh, come on now. God is able to work in you to change your desires and your feelings. But you gotta by faith obey. And you can feel terrible, you can feel depressed. You can feel like one fellow said, lower than a snake's belly in a wagon rut. <laughs> you can feel rougher than 40 miles of muddy roads. You, you can feel bad. Amen. And yet you don't have to act like you feel right. in the middle of feeling so lousy and so bad and so depressed. What do you do? Rejoice. 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 <laughs> well, I don't feel like rejoicing. Exactly. That's how faith people live. Amen. Faith people don't yield to how they feel. Well, keep reading. Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. That doesn't mean that every breath is, is a prayer. You know that. I mean, there's times you're eating and swallowing. And there's times you're sleeping and not necessarily praying. There's times you're doing stuff at work or you're you're not praying to God. But what that means is you don't just have a few minutes that you kneel by your bed and and fold your hands and pray. You pray all through the day, right? You talk to God and commune with God all night, all day, here and there. It's like one one fellow asked Brother Wigglesworth, how long did he normally pray? And he said, oh, usually not over five, ten minutes guy looked shocked he said but you know i I normally don't go over five ten minutes without praying (laughs) well what's he saying he prays all the time he communes with god it's not just a religious thing he does once in a while at church or by his bedside he communes with god all the time because he's there pray without ceasing in everything give thanks For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Are you looking for the will of God? Millions are, aren't they? Looking for the will. I can't find the will of God. We just found it for you right here. Oh, no, that's not what I'm talking about. Yeah, but you need to be talking about it. I'm looking for the will of God for my life. This is the will of God for your life. Yeah, but I want to know what to do, who to marry, where to go, what my ministry is. It's connected. I said it's connected. If all you think about is what you don't know and what you don't have and who won't help you and what you can't do and who's not acknowledging your gift and who's not giving you a chance, And those that are not supporting you, you're not being thankful. And you'll grow in your understanding darker and darker. And you'll get further and further away from knowledge of God's plan and will for your life. But the psalmist said, in your light, we see light. And thanksgiving is a vein and flow of light. Wherein you can get more light. Oh, I hope you're listening this morning. I hope, you, hope you're hope with me on this. This is important. While you're thanking God for what you do know. What He has done. What you can see. What you can do. While you're thanking God for that. You can get light on what you haven't seen. And what you haven't been able to do. It's in the same vein. Somebody say, this is the will of God for me. That I give thanks in everything. See, in in every situation. In every time. In every place. Can you find something to be thankful for? Well, you're still going. Right? You're still here. You're still going. You're still saved. God's still on the throne. Well, can you see that being a thankful person uh, would would be being a positive person. Instead of finding the worst about things, you're finding the best. Instead of being negative about things, you're being positive. Negativity and talking death and talking lack is all around us. It's in the church. I said it's in the church. Have you ever been around believers that all they want to talk about is is what's wrong? All they want to talk about is the problems. Whether it's their own problems in their own family or or in the church or or in the the kingdom of God worldwide. This is not right and they're not doing this and they ought to be... Negative, negative, negative. Say it out loud. "God God deliver us from these negative folks. And if you hang around it and you listen to it, next thing you know, it's coming out your mouth. Right. This is not right. And that's not right. And, and we need this. And, and we don't have this. And, and we can't do this. And Listen to me. Listen to me. Don't talk and don't think. Don't let yourself talk and think about what you don't know, what you don't have, what you can't do. Are y'all with me? You with me so far? What you don't know, what about it? Don't talk about it. Don't Don't think about it. well, how am I going to find out what I don't know if I don't think about what I don't know? (laughs) I know when I was a first-year student at Ramah, some people came over and uh, we... We enjoyed a little meal and, and then somebody brought up this certain Bible question and we got to talking about it and uh, just wrangled over about how difficult of a verse this was and how complicated it was and how hard to understand it. And, and this one shared their questions, another one shared their questions, just all questions. and And we all agreed that it was just almost impossible to understand. And later on that night, I'm laying across the bed getting ready to go to to sleep and the Lord spoke to my heart. I don't mean I heard an audible voice, but inside me, he said, do you want to understand that verse? I thought, yeah. (laughs) He said, well, now you're further away from it than you've ever been. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Why are we further away from it than we'd ever been? Because we're talking about what we don't know. The more you talk about what you don't know, what are you becoming increasingly aware of? Your ignorance. And faith comes by hearing. And the more you hear about how ignorant you are, the more faith you have in how ignorant you are. The more you believe in how ignorant you are. I don't know it. I don't know it. I don't know it. And the more you get aware of it, I just don't know. I just don't know. We don't know. We don't know. I mean, people say this in the church all the time as though it's some spiritual thing. We just don't know. We, we just, we don't know. And where does that leave you? Oh, yeah, there's a lot you don't know. There's a lot I don't know. You could fill the ocean with books about what we don't know. But how are we going to find out some more? If we really don't know so much, we need to find out some stuff. If we really don't know all the things we say we don't know, man, we need to learn some things. How are we going to find out? In his light, we see light. Oh, Go to Romans real quickly. Man, I have such good intentions. I'm gonna get up here and exhort you for 15 minutes, and then say, "Let's go home." (laughs) Of course, you're wondering—you've never seen that before. But but we get up, we get up here, and get to going, and revelation gets to coming, and. Thank (laughs) you, Lord. I don't do it all the time. Now, this last place I was at, Mike, what was it Sunday morning? I didn't go that long. We, we, uh, I spoke, what, 45 minutes or something? And then the next service, I just, you know, reasonable time. <laughs> but again, we want to do what the Lord directs us to do. and I don't want to go too short. And I don't want to go too long either. I want to be where we ought to be. And, of course, if we all love the Lord, we shouldn't be in just a huge rush to run away. Amen. Yes, right? We, we, we shouldn't just come here to see each other. We should come here before him, yes, sir. wait in his presence. Yes, and if he wanted to talk to us for three days in a row, yes. Amen. Hmm? Yes, we ought to be open to it, that we love him. And, and if you're not open to that, then it says something about you and your commitment to him and love to him. And yet, you know, when we get through, we ought to recognize that we're through too. And not keep going after that. But uh, Romans, where'd you go? Roman. Hmm? <laughs> Romans 1. Romans 1. What do you not talk about? Don't talk about what you don't know and what you don't have and what you can't do. Now, see, the in talking about that, you, you may think I've digressed, but in talking about those things, are you going to be thankful no. for what you don't know? No, You're going to be thankful for what you don't have? No. Thankful for what you can't do? And no, what are you going to do? You're going to complain, aren't you? You're going to complain about what you don't know and what you don't have and what you can't do. In Romans 1, look at, look at another uh, verse here. He said, verse 16, I'm not ashamed, Romans one sixteen of the good news of the Christ. It's the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed, how? It's, it's revealed, get the word, it's revealed, how? From faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. It's revealed from faith to faith. In His light, we see light. Is it faith to be griping and complaining? No, sir. Is it faith to just talk about what you don't know and what you don't have? No, that's walking by sight. You're walking by sight. Walking by faith is walking by what you don't see. Faith is the substance of things hoped for are expected and the evidence of things not seen. You're excited about something that hasn't happened yet in the earth and in the natural and you are confident of something you can't see yet. Well, that means you're giving thanks. Unbelievers don't give thanks. Believers, faith people, do give thanks. And if you want more revelation in any area, that's the thing the Lord ministered to me that night as I was laying there across the bed. And that particular passage of Scripture, we, me and the other Bible students had had hashed and kicked around and decided it was complicated. Nobody really understood it, and, and we don't think we can either. And the Lord said, now you're further from it than you've ever been, and he showed me what to do. Begin thanking me for what you know about it. Not talking about what you don't know. Begin thanking me for what you know about it. And while you're thanking me in that light, now more light can come to you. But in a negative, ungrateful, unthankful, complaining vein, you don't get more light. In fact, you lose light that you had. Now you're here in Romans uh, 1, in that same chapter... Romans 1, he said, uh, right on down through here, he said, verse 20, The invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse, because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful. Now this is a connection you need to make in your mind. Thanking God... And glorifying God go hand in hand. They are together. And when you thank God, you glorify God. Oh, are y'all with me? How many think that everything you do in life, you ought to glorify God? Huh? In the Bible say you want to glorify God in your spirit and in your body. He even said everything you eat and drink and everything you do, do all to the glory of God. Of God, Well, here he says in everything, give thanks. Wouldn't that be working out the same? Amen. Giving thanks equals giving glory to God. Hold your place here and go to Luke 17. Hold your place here. Don't lose this. I'm not through with this. Hold your place and go to Luke 17. Believers, faith people, are thanksgivers. Thanksgivers. All the time. No exceptions. No such thing as a griping, belly aching faith person. (laughs) No such thing. No such thing as you're walking by faith and complaining and depressed. Faith people rejoice and give thanks. Every day. At least the days they're walking by faith. (laughs) Uh, Because the days you're not rejoicing, the days you're depressed and down and griping are the days you are not walking by faith. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. So those are the days you're not pleasing God. And we get, fit, we get our victories by faith. If faith is the victory that overcomes the world. So those are the days that you're defeated. Complaining. Being depressed. Displeasing God. Being defeated. Somebody say, not for me. Now no, say, I'm, I'm done with that. I'm done with that. Well, you know, what do you think? Two days out of a week? Okay to do that? Be depressed and gripe. Or how about every day of every week. Come on, help me now. Every day of every week, rejoice. Every day of every week, give thanks. That means every day of every week, you get liked. Every day of every week, you please God. Every day of every week, you overcome. glory <laughs> so y'all are just dreaming we're reading the bible Amen. and i know it sounds too good to be true you know the people that have lived in darkness and depression and not walked to faith walk but it is available and there are folks that are doing it right and a lot of folks here have done it part-time But let's just go ahead and do it the whole time. Let's just go ahead and do it every day. Right? There's a lot of folk in here. You've done it, you know, quite a few days here and there. But let's just go ahead and eliminate the down days. Let's just eliminate. Oh, yeah, you'll be tempted. Yeah, feelings will come. Yeah, stuff will happen. But you can get up and just make a decision. You can rejoice through tears. Come on now. You can give thanks through mountains of problems. And issues. Yes. And that's faith. Amen. That's faith. And it pleases God. And that kind of man or woman will come out and overcome every time. In Luke 17, the Bible says in verse eleven that in verse twelve that there were ten lepers that stood afar. In verse thirteen, they lifted their voice and they cried out and said, Jesus, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said to them, Go show yourself to the priests. Now, this is by faith. If you read the account in Leviticus, they weren't supposed to go to show themselves to the priest until after they were healed. If they were healed and after they were healed, then they went for them to examine them and to pronounce them clean and to give an offering of thanks and acknowledging to God. Oh, you really get into something here now. By them starting to go to the priest, it is that, why are they going? To give the offering of thanksgiving and praise to God. For what? Nothing's happened. Is it faith to give thanks for something that hasn't happened yet? Yes, sir. Strong faith. Yes, sir. So there's two categories of things we should be giving. I mean, if we're going to give thanks every day in everything, give thanks. Then what are we giving thanks for? That's That's a lot of giving thanks. Right? What kind of things are we giving thanks for? Two main categories. The things that have happened. The things that God has already done. Right? What's the other category? The things that God's going to do, right? That He's a—is it faith to give thanks for something that hasn't happened yet? It's one of the best ways and one of the easiest ways to get in faith and stay in faith when things are trying to tell you otherwise. Thanking God, Jesus practiced this. Well, they're practicing it. They, they might not have understood and realized that they were, but just by obeying Him, they're turning around and going to give thanks and give praise to God for something that hasn't happened in the natural yet, but as they're going to do it, it manifested. It happened. wonder about you, if while you're giving thanks for God paying all your bills, money would come. While you're giving thanks for God healing your body, healing comes. While you're giving thanks for direction and help in your marriage. Answers come. Amen. Solutions come. Yes, sir. What else could you be doing? Thinking about how bad it is. Hmm? Complaining about how hard it is. Talking about what you don't understand. And what you can't see. And what you don't know. And what you don't have. And what you can't do. And as you do that, it gets darker and darker. And you get dumber yes, sir. and dumber. Yes, sir. <laughs> it's just the truth. It's a spiritual law. But in the flow of thanksgiving, there's light and there's life. For one thing, you're just obeying the Bible, right? I mean, you wouldn't even have to know why I understand the principle. You say, God told me to rejoice and I'm going to rejoice. God told me to give thanks, so here I go. You might be crying, you know, tears might be coming down your cheek, but in the middle, you, if you have to take some toothpicks and prop up the corners of your mouth and go, glory to God, he said rejoice. What are you doing? I'm rejoicing. You look like you're about to cry. I know it, but don't be moved by that. I'm rejoicing. <laughs> don't judge according to appearances, because inside I'm, I'm shouting and it's about to come out. That's a faith man. That's a faith woman. Not living by how they feel. Amen. Not being dominated by their desires. But by what they choose to believe. Say glory to, glory to God. He said go show yourself to the priests. They turned and did it. It came to pass as they went. They were cleansed. As they went. As they went. On their way to do what? We'll see what is thanksgiving? If you look up the words, it, it amounts to two or three things. One, thanksgiving is acknowledging. It's acknowledging. Unbelievers are unthankful because they don't want to acknowledge that God did it. That's right. Oh, it just happened. We were lucky. Mm. We worked hard. They don't want to give God the glory because they claim they don't even believe in Him. Not us. No. No. I said not us. Not we acknowledge when we get outside help. Someone said, man, you did a good job. You need to go. I had help. I had major help. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, you did an amazing job. You go, whew, help. I had big help. Yeah. Well, who, who gave you help? God. God gave me major help. Yes. Amen. And if he really did, what should you say? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for helping me. You acknowledge it. You don't act like you did it on your own. You don't act like you were, you were just so that smart on your own or that strong on your own. You acknowledge I had outside help. Outside help that was inside me. Help outside of myself, what I'm trying to say. But God is acknowledged. Also, of course, you're grateful. Your gratitude is expressed. And a big part of thanksgiving is remembrance. You're not going to be thankful for what you don't acknowledge that God did and value that God did. You're not going to acknowledge, excuse me, give thanks for what you forget. You've got to remind yourself of what God has done throughout the days and nights. Yes. And it can take some effort sometimes because, you know, the enemy is just trying to bombard you with the problems. Yes, sir. Right? And if you just yield to that, that's what you'll talk and that's all you'll be aware of. But how many know that no matter what, what things wrong are going on, you've got a lot of things right going on, Amen. right? You're still here. You're still going. A lot of things are right that are going on and you need to make yourself remember them and, 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 and say them. Speak them out loud. The Bible said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits and this is where our effort comes in you have you know when people say well, are you thankful to god oh well yeah yeah i'm thankful for what oh i don't know just everything that's not good enough Amen. that's not going to stand up on your feet and be specific and tell us what yes sir oh i i don't know don't bother me i'm i'm being depressed <laughs> <laughs> but now if you asked them what's wrong they don't have any trouble coming up. Well, what's wrong, honey? Oh dear me! Have you? Did you bring your lunch with you? There? They can tell you. They can describe in detail, right? Uh, why? Because they've been meditating on what they don't know, what they don't have, what they can't do, what people won't do for me. Yes. Nobody'll help me. Thinking about what they don't have. Friend, this is a dark path, and it gets darker. That's why there's so many miserable people around, including Christians. Miserable. Why? They don't walk by faith. They're not rejoicing every day. They're not giving thanks every day. And so they're defeated. But they started down the road acting like they had something to give thanks for. Right? They still are leprous. They still got all this stuff in their skin and their body and, and, and loss of feelings and, and paralysis. And, and they're dragging their and they look the way they do and they feel and smell the way they do. But anyhow, <laughs> they're going yes. like they got something to go to the priest and give thanks about. Yes, sir. Oh, friends, come on. Are you with me now? Yeah. How many know when they turned and begin to obey the word of the Lord? Amen something started happening didn't it something started happening when they started down the path of acknowledging God and being grateful to God and giving thanks and praise to God their life started turning around they might not have known it they might have taken several more steps to see any of it but it, it, it happened it began the moment they quit being negative and quit stopped just sitting in their self pity right when they got up and started down the path of thanksgiving. As they went, they were healed. Oh Lord, help us to get this this morning. Help us to get this in our spirit. We are to treat depression. We are to treat complaining like profanity, like cuss words. I'm telling you, it can, it can do more damage to your life in some ways than cuss words. I'm serious. And yet people don't they don't see the problem with it because everybody around them's yeah yeah and complaining about what they don't have and it just seems normal but they don't realize they're miserable too. Yes. If you want something different than what most folk have, you gotta do something different than what Amen. most people are doing, and this is the different thing. Yeah. Amen. What is the different thing to do? Rejoice oh, so... evermore, rejoice yes. all the time in everything, yes. give yes. thanks. Give thanks. Give thanks. Give thanks. Become one of these people we were talking about a minute ago that every time they see you. Every time they see you, you're rejoicing about something. Every time they see you, you're thanking God about something. Every t- I don't care if it's Monday morning or Tuesday night, if it's midnight or five in the morning. Every time they see you, you're smiling going, thank God. Amen. Oh, God's good. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Does that mean they never have any feelings, negative feelings or negative thoughts? Does that mean they never have any test or trust? No. It just means they choose not to magnify them and not to think on them and not yield to them. They choose to obey the Bible. Say it out loud. I'm one of those people people. that rejoice all the time. time. I'm I'm one of those people that give thanks in everything. In everything. I'm a faith person. I'm a faith person. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, somebody say one of them. One. Well, there's more than one of them. But just one of them, when he saw that he was healed, he turned back and with a loud voice, what did he do? See, giving thanks is... Glorifying God. It's acknowledging that he's the one who did it. And it's valuing what he did. It's remembering what he did. It's proclaiming what he did. Giving thanks is glorifying God. He turned back and with a loud voice. Wasn't ashamed about this was he? Glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet and did what? Giving him Thanks, said out loud, giving God thanks, giving God thanks is, is glorifying, God. glorifying God. Giving him thanks, he was a Samaritan. Jesus said, were there not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? Now let's just stop right here. What's he saying? There are not found that return to give glory to God save this stranger. Did the Lord think the other nine should have come back and given thanks too? Yes. Is it just because he wanted to be appreciated? No, sir. Hmm? Is it because he was standing there going, where's my praise? Come on. Tell me how great I am. Jesus has no ego problems. None. How many understand this was more for their sake? Than anybody, did they need to give thanks for their own sake? Yes, Yes, they did. I said yes, they did. Why? Because they could. They they can lose this. They can wind up in the same shape or worse if they don't know who did this for them. If they don't acknowledge it, if they don't value, the Bible says to him that hath shall more be given. And if you look up the, the verses, it has to do with those that value it, those that appreciate it, and those that use it. But to him that hath not will be taken away even what he seems to have. If you don't appreciate what God gives to you, you're about to lose it. Did you hear this now? If you don't value and appreciate, what would be one of the big indicators that you value and appreciate what God has done for you? Thanks. Giving thanks. Giving And not just giving thanks for three days after it happened, but 30 years after it happened. You'll bring it up again and remember it. Come on now. You'll remember it and say, God, I remember. Man, if you hadn't done that for me 30 years ago, I wouldn't be standing here today. Thank you. I didn't just come through because I was so tough and because I was so smart. You did it. You did it. I'm acknowledging you and I'm telling you I appreciate it. I value it. I am thankful for it. I am rejoiced. That glorifies God. But it helps you more than it does anybody else because it keeps you in reality and it keeps you in the light and in His light we see more light. Go back to Romans 1 real quickly here. Try to express this a little better with this verse. Do you need to give thanks? Yes. yes, you do. Does it affect your mind yes. and understanding? Yes, sir. Thanksgiving affects your mind and understanding. Complaining affects your mind. Yes, Unthankfulness affects your mind. Yes, That's not my theory. Read this. Romans 1. Romans 1 and verse 21. It says... Because that when they knew God, they glorified Him not as God. They didn't acknowledge Him, did they? They saw what He had done. Anybody with any sense, look up in the night sky and see all these stars. I look at the sun, look at the mountains, look at the atmosphere, look at the oceans. Anybody with any reason knows this didn't just happen by itself. Well, it just, there was a big bang, and when the dust cleared, this was it. It was perfect. It wasn't too far away from the sun. It wasn't too close to the sun. It was exactly right so it could have the water. It just happened. That's like sitting off a bunch of C4 in the middle of a salvage yard, and when the dust clears, there's a new Lexus sitting there. (laughs) more faith to believe that than what we believe. There's no reason to it. <laughs> well, it was a big bang. Well, when God spoke, it might have been a big bang. I don't know. Probably was. <laughs> but. people, why, why do otherwise seemingly intelligent people insist on denying the existence of God, they don't want to submit to Him. Right. So they, they, they deceive themselves into believing these lies. They, they, they don't want to believe that anybody's over them. But the truth is, you and I couldn't take our next breath, we wouldn't have our next heartbeat right now. Not only did He create everything, He sustains it. Every millisecond. Yes. How many stand? The sun has got to keep shining the rest of the day. Yes. Right? Gravity's got to keep working the rest of the day for us to make it through this day. He sustains everything by the continuous word of His power. And I, for one, am not going to be stupid and deny Him. I acknowledge Him. Amen. How many of you say, I acknowledge Him? I acknowledge God. He is the creator of the heavens and the earth. He made me. He gives me life and breath and all things and my brightness of mind. And I am thankful. I'm thankful. I acknowledge it. I value it. I appreciate it. I remember it. Now, if I do this and you do this on a daily basis, it keeps us... In a spiritual place. Keep reading this. They didn't glorify Him as God. Neither were what? Does thanksgiving and glory. Glorifying God go together. We've seen that three times already in the scripture. They glorified Him not as God. Neither were thankful. And what happened to them as a result of not being thankful and not glorifying God. They became vain In their imaginations, and their foolish heart was what? Darkened. Darkened. Does it become darker in your mind and understanding when you're unthankful? Listen to these translations. The New Living Translation says they wouldn't worship him as God or even give Him thanks They begin to think up foolish ideas Of what God was like The result was that their minds Became dark and confused The English version says Their thoughts became complete nonsense And their empty minds Were filled with darkness See being unthankful And complaining Is not just a bad thing That we really ought to change and do It is It's a spiritual opening for darkness it darkens your understanding to where you know people get to the place where they believe they got nothing to live for don't they and they got family that loves them they got friends they sometimes they got health they they got a lot of things going for them and they get to the place where they are completely unthankful and don't acknowledge any of that and all they think is i i want to die well, they've become stupid, haven't they? In their, th- their thinking is total darkness, and they feel like they're in the dark, even when the sun's shining in the middle of the day. What got them there? Come on, what got them there? What got them there? Not being thankful, not glorifying God, not rejoicing. They yielded to these thoughts about poor, pitiful you. Uh, you don't have this and you don't have that and you don't have the other. Did you know that there are people on the other side of the world that's barely got enough for one meal today sleeping on the ground and they're just as happy as can be some of them? They are enjoying life. Did you know there are people that's got nine vacation homes and they're suicidal? What's, what's, what's going on then? It's not just stuff that makes you happy. What's going on? You don't live in your house. You don't live in your car. You don't just live in your state and county and city. You live in your mind and in your soul. That's where you live 24-7. And you can be in the most beautiful place around outside, but you can be in a dark place inside. And by like token, you can be in a lousy, stinky place outside, but inside it can be bright and sunshiny. Yes, oh, come on now. Come on now. You can. Yes, sir. How many remember when Paul, by the Spirit of God, wrote that scripture, rejoice all the time. And again, I say, rejoice. He's sitting in a stinky, dirty jail cell. But he said, the word of God's not bound, though. He said, they locked me up, but they can't lock the word up. And they couldn't, could they? Because what he wrote in Philippians in jail, we're shouting about today in Branson in 2007. Glory to God. If he can do it in the jail cell. hmm? Why can't we do it? Why can't we do it with our freedom and our <laughs> prosperity and our blessing? Come on, come on. Anybody can find something to gripe about. any I don't care who you are, what you got or don't have. You can find something you don't have, you can't do, you don't know. You can always do that. But that proves nothing except spiritual ignorance and lack of faith. Yes, Say it out loud again. I'm a faith person. A faith person. <laughs> I live by faith. I walk by faith. Therefore, Therefore, I rejoice rejoice. all the time time. in everything everything. I give thanks. thanks. Go to Hebrews uh, 13. I think you. I told you to go there originally, but let's go there now in closing, I think. Oh, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. While you turn into Hebrews 13, let me read these to you. Uh, 2 Corinthians 4.15 says that uh, that people cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. Romans 4.20 says Abraham was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He began to thank God when they didn't have any children. They were old, looked like they couldn't do it. But he stood out there and gave glory to God looking up in the night sky just like it was already fixed and said How many understand if I come to you just as a man and you know me and and we have some history and I've been faithful to you and you've got a a financial problem, let's say, and I just look at you and I say, don't worry about that. I'm going to take care of that. The Lord's dealt with me to take care of that and I've got it. I can do it. I'm going to take care of that. If you just in your mind go, well, we'll see. And uh, then if you follow through and if you do it, then I'll come back and thank you. <laughs> huh? <laughs> then that means you have no faith in me. Right. right? No faith at all. And you're, you'll are you come back and thank me for doing it if and when I do it. Well, that wouldn't, I mean, turn, turn the, the the table around. Let's say you did it. You told me, Brother Keith, the Lord's dealt with me. I'm going to take care of that financial thing for you. And I knew you could do it every other time for the last 10 years. You told me something. You did it. And I looked at you and go, well, when you do it, I'll thank you. Insulting, Mm -hmm. isn't it? You just got through telling them, I don't believe in you. I'll believe it when I see it, which really is too late to believe it. Right? Right? But you've done it before. A lot of you do it with me. Right? If I told you I was going to do something, you'd you'd say, well, glory to God. Before it was ever done, you'd say, it's done. Right? And it's not done, but you believe it's done because you got somebody's word. How much more the Word of God, who cannot lie, who has never failed, when He tells you, I'm going to supply all your needs according to my riches in glory by Christ Jesus. You gave, and I'm going to see to it that it's given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together. I'm going to see to it that men bring it to you and put it in your bosom. How long do you need to wait? How, How long do you need to wait? Well, we'll just see what we see when we see it. Well, you are an unbeliever. That's right. Believers, give thanks. Yeah. Believers, give thanks now. How many know when he told them, march around those walls of Jericho, and they're still standing up there in their face, and he said, shout now. Yeah. About what? <laughs> <laughs> shout. Why shout now? They're shouting like the walls are not a problem. They're shouting like the walls have already been taken care of. They're shouting like the thing is between them and their blessing has already been removed. And how many know the truth? While they were shouting. While they were shouting. While they were shouting victory, the walls came down flat. As they went, they were healed. Oh, can you see it? While you're rejoicing and giving thanks to God, He's on the scene. He's working on it already. What about while you're feeling sorry for yourself? While you're being depressed? Huh? While you're crying? While you're complaining? What's happening? You're getting dumber. I I didn't just make that up, did I? Your understanding is getting darker by the hour. You don't know what's going on. You're getting further away from it than you've ever been. Somebody say, "Not not me. Hebrews 13, he tells us the lifestyle to live. Hebrews 13. He said, verse 15, By him, therefore, let us offer up the sacrifice of praise to God. See, he told those lepers, go, offer, go to the priest. Offer up the sacrifice. Let us offer up the sacrifice of praise to God. Get this next word now. Huh? Offer up. The sacrifice of praise to God continually. Yes. Do you think we can, we can improve this in our lives? Huh? <laughs> can we do better at this? Yes, sir. Uh, when, when are we to do this? Man, we read in 1st Thessalonians, this is the will of God concerning you. Yes, sir. What? In everything give thanks. Yes, well, when? When? Well, he preceded it by saying, "Rejoice evermore." And here he says, "Offer up the sacrifice of praise to God." What? Con? To- Everybody say continually. continually. Say it again, continually. continually. What else? Continually. Contin. I've had people, uh, lady, one time that had been in and out of the mental institution for years. And she was there at the ministry. We were trying to help her. And the Lord prompted me to, to go to Joshua and say, You know, this book of the law will not depart out of your mouth, but you'll meditate in it night and day. She just interrupted me and said, You can't do that. You can't think on the Bible night and day. Well, it kind of took me aback. I, I First, I didn't know what to say to her. Then I said, Well, you know, the Lord must have knew that. He's the one that said it, that you could do it. I said, Besides that... It's not a matter of being able to think on something night and day. You already are. Or are you getting this now? You are already thinking about something, meditating on something night and day. And I didn't mean to say it to her. It just kind of came out. I said, and obviously you've been thinking on the wrong thing. Yes, sir. Well, she's been in and out of the mental, mental institution for years. I said, it's a matter of replacing what you're thinking on with what he said Amen. instead of this other stuff that you've been thinking on and when he says give give to God the sacrifice of praise continually it's not something you can't do you already got something in your mouth that's right, right? you already somethings in your mouth all the time somethings on your mind all the time when's the last time you went all day and didn't say anything <laughs> that's what i thought so, <laughs> So you already saying something, and you're saying something all the time. It's a matter of replacing what you're saying. Anything that has to do with what you don't know, what you don't have, what you can't do, you're cutting that out. And instead, we're going to replace it with thanks be to God, right, and rejoicing. And we're going to do that all day instead. He said, let him offer up the sacrifice. Let us offer up the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is, what is the sacrifice of praise? The fruit of our lips. So this is not just mental stuff. Right. You've got to get your lips moving. Everybody move your lips a little bit. You know what he's talking about? He's talking about this thing right here. Mouth, lungs, vocal cord, about making sound. I'm thankful in my heart, Brother Keith. No, now open your mouth and say so. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. think so. Huh? Feel so? Say, so. say so. Say so. Say so. That is the fruit of our lips giving thanks to His name. Hallelujah. Stand on your feet. Let's begin to do it right now. Get your lips moving. Everybody, get your lips moving. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. Thank you, Lord. 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 You're so good. So good. So good. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. I rejoice in you. I rejoice in your choices for me. I rejoice in your plan and purpose and will for me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Everybody pray this out loud. Some folk need to, need to, uh, Well, I won't even say that. Everybody say it. Everybody say it. Close your eyes. Say it out loud. Father God, God, we repent repent for complaining, complaining, being negative, negative, thinking thinking about, about, talking about about negative things, lack, lack, ignorance, ignorance, failure, failure, inabilities, inabilities. We repent for not obeying the Bible, not doing what You told us to do, in rejoicing all the time and giving thanks continuously. We repent and we change. And by Your grace, we will be rejoicers and thanksgivers Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now think about what is giving thanks. Giving thanks is acknowledging. You had help. Acknowledging somebody bigger than you did it. Somebody besides you. Acknowledging God. And being thankful. Valuing it. Appreciating it remembering it now don't don't you say oh i'm thankful for all the good things no make yourself uh you know number them one by one make yourself forget not all his benefits so right now close your eyes close your eyes and begin to remind yourself there's a lot of things happen this week just for you to be here today in as good a shape as you're in hmm? there's a lot of things have happened a lot of god has answered a lot of prayers Every good gift and every perfect gift comes down from above, from the Father of lights. Didn't say everything came from Him. There's bad stuff and and that didn't come from Him. But every good thing has come from Him. Make yourself remember some things right now. Don't Don't just sit here idly, mentally. Make yourself remember, what did He do for you this past week and this past month? What has He done for you? Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for doing that for us. Lord, we needed it, and there it was. You did it. We didn't know we were going to need it, but you did. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Come on, think about specific things. Specific things that he's done for you the past few days, past few weeks, past few months. Lord, I thank you. 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 Thank you, Lord, for sparing people. Thank you for spare. Thank you that they're still here. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for hearing and answering our prayers. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Come on, make yourself think now. If we value it, then we value it enough to make an effort to remember it. If we don't even try to remember it, means we don't value it. We don't appreciate it. We do appreciate it, Lord. We do. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.